Hi guys, this is Zone 7. I'm Vicky Veselichka and today I'm here with Ben Tavasoli. You are an actor. Yes. I also saw that you do a bit of singing maybe on your page or is that me attributing talents? No, no. well I mean uh, thank you for calling it a talent but it's just something that I like. It's just for me I think at this point yeah. like I really love it. I yeah. like to write music and yeah play the guitar so. Wow. But Triple threat, do you dance? <laughs> no, I'm on a Friday night, but no, I, I, wouldn't say, uh, I wouldn't say that's a talent. <laughs> I, um, I love when I speak to actors asking them how they get started, because there's so many different avenues into acting, right? Mm. And I'd love to hear your particular yeah. way in. Yeah, yeah, my, my journey was, um, yeah, it was quite random to be honest. Like I just, uh, I was at university at Leeds, just doing, I was, just, I was studying sports science. Yeah. And then I just did a play just for a laugh, really. Um, don't know. Uh, just, just, I don't know. I, I really don't know what what appealed me to it, but it was just something to do at uni. Um, that didn't involve getting booze, but you know, that, it did lead <laughs> to that. Did yeah, well, exactly, yeah. Yeah. And then, honestly, like, just I got encouraged to apply for drama school. I didn't even know if I wanted it. I applied to Central Drama School. Um, I actually, and then they offered me a place. I actually turned it down. Um, I was actually at that point. I was more into my music, yeah. but not again. I just, I just, I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do. I turned down the place and then uh, the course leader, Amanda, um, didn't offer me a scholarship. And then I remember that moment being like, my mum, even who didn't want me to go into acting, she was like, maybe that means something. And I was like, yeah, just yeah. It's one of those little moments in life where it's just, you know, a sign, do you know what I mean? So I owe a lot to her, basically. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I always think if you reject something and it comes right back around, yes. it's usually a good opportunity For to explore sure. that. It's crazy because if she, honestly, if she hadn't offered me that scholarship, um, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be acting today. Yeah. And you've worked on some pretty cool projects. So I know you from Screw, which is yeah. on Channel 4. Yeah. You play Louis. I don't know, well Louis done. or Lewis. No, Louis, Louis Costa. <laughs> Louis Costa, yeah, yeah. He's a really cool character and yeah. um, really well developed. Can you tell me a little bit more about Absolutely. how you Absolutely. I, I love him. Like, he's, um, and he, he's the, uh, he's the most, like, I've, I've, he's the deepest I've ever gone with the role because he's so, if you've seen the show, he's so complex. Isn't, like, there's a lot of conflict going on within the prison and with his own life outside the prison. So I had to dive really deep because there's really quite a beautiful, like, vulnerable boy inside him. Mm -hmm. But actually, he's a criminal that's committed so many crimes. Yeah. And he's a bad boy to prison. Yeah. But you find out so many layers about his, his boy on the outside and stuff. So I, I dived real deep in season two. The part's a lot bigger. Yeah. But I had so much fun with it. Like, um, yeah, I, I really pushed myself this time. Um, just to see like how much you can explore, you know, the role. Yeah, and how did you go about developing that character? Like you said, from series one to series two, yeah. the role became a lot bigger and yes. there was more of a focus on him. Yeah. How did you go into that second layer of kind of exploring that character and how you wanted to portray a lot of, him? A lot of phone calls with the producer, constantly reading the script, just like finding little clues. But um, Rob, the writer, you know, he's become a really good mate of mine. He just like, look, pick up the phone whenever you want. I'd call him. I'd be on set and run to my trailer, be like, yo, what does this mean? Like, what, what's going on here? And he loved it. Like, um, I think um, we all had a lot of fun, sort of, um, yeah, just just pulling back the peeling back the layers on Louis in season two. Um, but it was it was it was tough because I had a million things going on in my head. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was it was all it was all going on under, underneath the surface. You know, it, like most a lot of things he's saying don't reflect what he's actually thinking. So yeah. that's when it becomes really complex, but that's when you can have a lot of fun, like, and you can start to manifest things from inside. Yeah. Not, you know, in terms of essentially just not, not perform, not act, do you know what I mean? I wanted to be him. Yeah, would you say almost bordering on method or? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like it's quite easy in a prison because look, I'm sitting in my cell. Yeah. It looks like a real cell. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, if you have a little time on the bunk bed, yeah, I'll spend, I'm sitting in just, uh, 
just on the bunk bed or something and, and with the door closed for a while and it like the wall starts closing on you like it really started to yeah. it, ma it made me not want to do anything stupid in my life i tell you that much <laughs> harrowing like to sit in that cell yeah. um with my pad mate leo uh i love the guy leo gregory played tyler reeks yeah nasty piece of work and we became again man like became like best friends so we were there to sell together like um yeah. we ended up becoming like cellmates you know what i mean like <laughs> i felt like he was my cellmate luckily he's he's, he's an absolute gem off camera yeah but it plays he just plays a villain so well yeah and that's something that i was going to get into is like you cover some quite harsh topics within especially yeah. a prison um there's a lot of violence yeah. and you really rely on your co-stars to kind of a make that feel real for the camera but b so pull you out of that do yeah you know what, how do you harness those relationships to ensure that they're authentic on camera but mm. also no you, you're absolutely right because it's true like he, we, he we're playing enemies on on, on in the show but then the, as soon as they sell cut me and him you know we're, we're taking a piss <laughs> and having a laugh together go to the pub together in the evening so I don't know, like, again, when someone's as good as Leo, like, I don't have to do much, you know, he's, mm -hmm. his, his role is to intimidate me, and he's, he's such a scary guy, yeah. not, I mean, yeah, when, he, when he's performing, that I haven't got to do much, like, I'm really, I'm, I'm panicking, do you know what I mean, <laughs> Louis is panicking when I've got this guy with a scar on his face holding a, holding a, one of those uh, tins up to, because do you see that, well, the, to make a shank, they, yeah. they, he opens to can of peaches and then, and then vends it. He's holding that up to my neck, and I was like, I'm sweating. You know I mean? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm one wrong move, it. and I, I really will be. So it makes, he makes it easy, yeah. How did you do your research, or did you kind of just go in and let the production team let you know what they needed from you about mm. the atmosphere within a prison? Because I know there's quite mm. a lot out there. Yes. Um, no, I can't, you kind of just wing it, like, and, and it, things are written in the script, but... Uh, yeah, Louis, to be honest though, a lot of Louis' scenes is just like him walking around with Rose. Like he's not really involved in all the madness going on yeah. in the prison. So that's more up to like the, the sporting artists, all the essays. They're the ones who are like playing Paul and like, you know, they're in their shadow boxing in their, in their, um, in their cells and stuff like that. So I, I like to all that stuff, cool stuff in the show. It's just yeah. seeing what like lads get up to in prison, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And do you watch the show once it's come out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel, yeah, no, to be honest though, Scream is a kind of show like, if I wasn't in it, I'd watch it. Yeah. So I really enjoy it. Like in, in all the scenes that I'm not in, I'm like, I'm loving watching the show. And I've also seen all my powers working and doing magical things. So like, um, yeah, but, but I think you have, I think you have a duty as an actor to watch yourself back because there's times, like, there's times where I thought I've smashed it and I've watched it back and it's not been good. There's times where I thought it's not been good and I watched it back and it actually works. So yeah. you, a lot of time, what you think, what you think you're doing in your head is not actually how it's being portrayed. So I think it's important to pick things up. And how do you do, for example, read feedback that people have watched the show and then incorporate that into your portrayal of Lou? Or do you kind of just separate the two and you think, this is how I'm going to do him, yeah. regardless of what the audience thinks? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I do I do, do that. But it, 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 then it is nice to hear that everyone, like, you know, we got feedback for the same. Everyone loves the, the Louis Rose story. It's a beautiful story to me. It's like, yeah. it's like a bit of a Greek tragedy, you know what I mean? Like, just, um, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Um, I, I think of like Romeo and Juliet, Monsky's and Caplets, like two people that aren't allowed to be together, but yeah. there's something magnetic there. And I love that stuff, man. And it's, it's really me. useful to have that character Rose to humanise Louis almost, so that we don't just yeah. see him as a textbook villain. You know, he's a bad guy. He's mm. paying for his crimes. Yeah. Um, but actually, like you were saying, there's so much more to that character. Yeah. Um, there's almost like an inner child. Absolutely, yeah. And we start to... Um, Rob was like, look, at the end, you know, when if, if, if something happens to Louis, I don't know how much people have watched, they were like, people are going to, like probably cried, do you know what I mean? Even yeah. though this guy's a nasty piece of work, but 
people will feel really sorry for him. And that's what I wanted to get. I, like, I did want to make the audience fall in love with him. What was the journey like from graduating from school, drama school, yeah. to getting your first role? Was it difficult or did you just kind of luckily fall into yeah, it? Yeah, it happened quite quickly for me. I was quite blessed. Like, um, I got picked up by an agent straight away. Had a few offers, went with one. Um, and funny enough, they sat me down and they were like, look, we've got a bit of a game plan for you because you are clearly of, I'm, I'm, I've got Iranian heritage. Yeah. So I could easily play those Middle Eastern roles, um, maybe certain European roles. But they said, look, I, we're not going to lie, especially there was a lot going on with ISIS at the time, a lot of terrorist roles. They were like, you probably are going to end up doing a couple of terrorist roles. But then we yeah. do plan to get you the lead in something. Yeah. And literally I did two terrorist roles, Silent Witness and Tyrant. And then I got the lead in New Bloods and they played it out like, they were kind of yeah, strategic. You've got to play to your strengths, mate. Like, you're not, yeah. you know what I mean? At that point, they weren't really looking for coloured people to be playing a lot of the leading, like, um, yeah. like Lothario roles, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, you, like, you'd be going to white males. Luckily, that's changed a lot. Um, so, yeah, it all works. It all works out. It, yeah, it all, it, all, it all works out in the end. What was your first experience like on set? Was there a lot to learn quite quickly, or did you feel quite well prepared for it? Um, no, nothing prepares you for when you just suddenly step onto a TV set and yeah. it's all right. And it's just surrounded by all these people you've seen your whole life on TV. And then there's like a hundred people walking around doing different jobs. And it's just like, where, what is going on here? <laughs> I remember like my first ever job was no offense. Um, I remember like getting to work, just seeing all these trailers. I'm like, what's, what's, what, what is all this? And then being like, all right, Ben, uh, do you want a coffee or anything? I was like, yeah, and then just sent me to my trailer. And I just sort of sat there in the trailer like, <laughs> What now? <laughs> do I learn my lines? Like, do I do I go speak to someone? I just sat there. Like, I'm not known. So you just they just throw you in. It's like let's go. And then you get on set. And what's crazy is like, yeah, because it was a you know if we're shooting in a pub and all the characters are sitting together, you just feel like you're actually in. Yeah. What's crazy? All, all of a sudden you're in this show. Like you're part of this um, series. All this stuff you've been fantasizing and watching on TV. Um, and then you just become part of it. It's very, it's it's bizarre. Yeah, and I feel like almost your mind takes a second to catch up with your surroundings. Like this is what I've wanted, and now I'm here. Mate, what do I do? Yeah, mate, honestly, you go, you like, you go sort of numb because there's certain actors like uh, that I've watched my whole life, like Ashley Waters and Bulletproof and stuff. And then all of a sudden, I'm doing a scene with Ash, and I'm just like, this doesn't, it doesn't feel real. <laughs> yeah. But like, I wasn't nervous. You, you just go numb to it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you sort, you sort of, and you're just so immersed in it. Um, but there's so many beautiful moments, like, yeah. Is it true what beautiful. they say, don't meet your heroes, or...? I've been lucky. I've actually loved everyone I've worked with. Wow. Yeah, genuinely, I can't, I can't say a bad word. I've actually been really lucky. I do hear stories about other actors, but... Um, no, I've, I've made, like, dear, dear friends for life. And not with just the actors, like, makeup artists and the cameramen and some of my directors. Like, it's amazing, man. My favourite thing about being an actor, I swear to God, is the camaraderie, like, you have with... With, with all your with all the crew and cast yeah you feel like a family you're there for four months together yeah i love it there's like a hundred of you it's like being it's like being back at school <laughs> with, surrounded by all your friends yeah it's my it's my favorite thing about the job. i think there's a real difference between acting on a movie because yeah. it's almost like that's done and then it's over yeah. and acting on a series that for example like Grey's anatomy has been going for what 20 odd years now I know. and hopefully that happens for screw as well yeah well i don't ever do 20 seasons <laughs> but screw was the first time i come back and done a second season so that was nice to see everyone again yeah you're right yeah. but actually the other shows I'd done, I either die or they didn't get renewed. So it was the first time yeah. um, I did that. Is Louis your favourite character you've ever played? Yeah, Louis is. Louis is definitely my favourite. Um, I've had I've had some fun with others. Like in Silent Witness, I played uh, I played quite a nasty piece of work. And in Tyrant, this Fox show, uh, again a terrorist role, but I got to like you know walk a 
drive a tank into a village and then walk away from it and detonate it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Massive explosion behind me. Like, we're talking some James Bond stuff. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, that was cool too. But in terms of like what I want, in terms of what I want to get from acting, Louis was my favourite. Yeah. Because I got to go right inside. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that something, will you be looking to do those kind of roles in the future as well? Definitely, yeah, definitely, definitely. I learned so much because, it's, as I said, I, I was almost guilty um, early in my career of, of demonstrating, so like saying the right things, saying, so, saying things in a certain way or putting certain faces, basically acting. And Lou yeah. was the first time, yeah, I just kind of let it just breathe. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying it's a better performance, you know, sometimes it is quite, it's, it's quite cool to see an actor doing something that's... Um, you know, something, making interesting choices and doing, and standing out on screen. Yeah. But I did just want to give this one a go of just, just keep, just being 100% pure of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And hopefully it, it translates, you know what I mean? And Screw is such an ensemble cast where I wouldn't say there's a single main character, like every single person adds to the plot. So interestingly, and I feel like when you are part of an ensemble, if you start making particularly interesting choices, you might throw the balance off a little bit. Oh, you're, you're right. <laughs> and I always think like, you know, if I'm the leading role, Louis quite a big role, so you can be quite bold, but yeah, like, <laughs> you don't want a kid with like a few lines coming in and just do, doing some mad things. Because I also started to realise we're actually... Uh, and this is advice I'd offer to actors starting out. I'd be like, listen, we're actually, in the grand scheme of things, we're not that important, all right? They've got yeah. a script to write. They've got, they've got to figure out how they want to shoot it. They've got a director on board. There's so much more. And we're just, we're actually the last things, we're like the last piece of the puzzle that are put in place. So don't turn up thinking like you're, you're like a superstar. You're, you're there to tell the story. Do you know what I mean? You're there to tell their story as truthfully as you can. Yeah. Then if you start doing brilliant work, you then become a star. And then obviously Hollywood comes, they are, they are after you to sell the film. Yeah. But, I'm not there yet. So, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to. I'm not going to turn up in a fur coat. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> thinking I'm walking down a red carpet. I'm just there. I'm there to like really get stuck into the work because I've fallen in love with it. Yeah. Fallen in love with acting. I didn't always have this passion for it. And then, you know, if things if things blow up from there, then that's great. But that's not. Yeah, yeah. it's not what my focus is. Yeah, it's just kind of more the art than it love, is. Love. Yeah, honestly, no. You got. You have to love it. And like, once you start to love it, then it will start to like really shine through. Yeah. Um, and people start to recognise that. And looking back now at your childhood, do you think there's any giveaways that you would have gone into acting? Was it really just completely blindsided? <sighs> no, no, I, I had a big imagination and I always used to like, um, I used to play football in the corner and always think that I was like in a massive, I had a really big imagination as a kid, always pretending I was like playing like Wembley, like <laughs> in my edge, you know what I mean? Celebrating down the corner, absolutely crazy kid. But um, I think that's probably where it started. Like, yeah. um, and I always liked to, I remember like, when I was at school, I would always be that kid who was like, like to do things like, uh, like mess around with like music, like like fake music videos. And my pals, <laughs> they always used to film it. I hope none of this ever gets leaked. But like putting on Chris <laughs> Brown videos, obviously I'm taking a piss. But like, um, yeah, creating like all these crazy videos. So, yeah, I mean that that was as far as it went at that point. But I could see, yeah, you're right. I could see there was probably some. Um, there was some seed planting in there. Yeah, because you said your mum wasn't initially too chuffed about you going to drama school. <laughs> I don't think, I, 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 rightly so. I don't think any. I mean, look, it's it's a tough gig and. Even though things have gone well for me, I've had some dark time. Like it's been tough. Yeah. The ups, the highs are high. So you come crashing back down when yeah. it's when there's not when it's uh, when it's low and people don't look out for you. Like you know, when I did a show called New Blood and once you're the lead in the BBC One show, like pff, the, the stuff people say to you. Like I was told I was never gonna have to audition again. I was told we were definitely gonna get a second season. No, so I definitely had to audition again and also the show got cancelled but yeah. I didn't know, like I'd listen to all the noise and I went out to LA and spent all my money do you know what I mean so yeah. and then coming back I had to bounce back I almost had to rebuild myself because I, I went through a tough time after that um, so I still feel like it's almost like 
I had like a like a chapter in my career, chapter one, which ended with new blood and then, you know, kind of things going down in flames. And, I've, and now I've entered like a new chapter and I'm kind of having to rebuild it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, do you yeah. think you've learned a lot from that initial burst? So much, yeah. So, yeah, so much. So, I mean, look, I still am a bit crazy. Like, like, I spend my money like a madman, <laughs> but not the way I was. And I, I, I'm aware now that I think, I think back then I didn't... Um, I didn't. I didn't value the craft enough. I thought I was. I thought I was ready made. Yeah. I thought I'm the lead. I'm the star. I'm. I'm, I'm a superstar. But looking back, I had so much work to do. I was yeah. so naive. Um, focus on the craft. Do you know what I mean? So that's that's where all my energy goes now. I'm not worried about anything else. Yeah, and you were kind of sold dreams, right? I feel like that's a lot yeah. of acting and just the industry in general is everyone selling Mate, everyone dreams. <laughs> you true. Everyone. Everyone becomes yes men. Like even if I did. You know, even if you went to a play, for example, and the actor in it did a horrendous job, you'll see everyone goes up to them after and it's like, you're absolutely brilliant. So yeah. you start to think you are absolutely, <laughs> you're, the, you're the dog's bollocks when actually yeah. you've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. And, and that was the same for me, 100%. Like, um, everyone's saying that stuff to me. And I thought, as, as I said to you, I thought I was ready made. I didn't have to do the work. Yeah. But like, there's no, what I love about acting is it, it's, it can never be perfect. Even Meryl yeah. Streep, you know what I mean? She can still get, yeah. she can still be better. Yeah. Everyone can be better because there is no perfect. Yeah. So that's that's great to say. You can always be pushing yourself. Yeah. And how do you balance almost being confident enough to be able to portray the role well, but humble enough to be a good actor, to be a good person, to be around? Yeah, on set? yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Because um, if I was Meryl Streep, you wouldn't hear the end of me being Meryl Streep. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Hi, I'm Meryl Streep." Yes. I mean, yeah. To, to be, I mean, she's actually sensational. To be fair, but you know. Um, You'll notice with a lot of these big actors, they are actually very humble. And I think the reason why is because they focus more. There's a reason they're so good. They focus more on the work than, do you know what I mean? Than, yeah. And put like acting like a star or acting yeah. like a celebrity. Yeah. So I think they, they kind of stay, that, that probably stays, they stay genuine, I think, throughout their career. Because yeah. um, they never try to be something they're not. Yeah. Which is ironic because we, that is the <laughs> that's, job. That's the job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once you're off screen. You're yes, not. exactly, exactly. Like, um, yeah, I, do you know what I can't stand? Is, and some actors find it hard to, you're right, to turn it off. Is that, yeah, they keep an act on when they're not filming. Yeah. And it's like, come on, man, I want to get to know you. Yeah. Like, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, like, I want to just kick back and just have a laugh with someone, not yeah. this idea of who you think you are. So yeah. some actors do find it hard to turn it off. Yeah, I can imagine, especially if, because there are actors that are really good at acting, they're introverted people, for example, yeah. so they need to keep the character going yeah. in order to be able to be around other people, and that can be quite difficult, yes. I imagine. Yes, Do you find that maintaining those off-screen relationships, for example, especially with the harder scene that you've got with your co-stars, yeah. makes the actual scene better, or is it just they're two separate things? You like to be friends <sighs> with the people you work with, and you like to be a good actor? It depends on, on what the project is so like for example if you're playing if you're if you're two if you're playing two characters that don't necessarily like each other yeah. and you're really good friends offset that probably might muddle things a bit, <laughs> do you know what I mean? yeah. um but then things like new blood mate like me and mark <laughs> actually the characters don't actually like each other at the start so this became a problem but me and mark became so tight offset and we had such a laugh filming that show there are scenes with me like maybe me and him are like we're getting shot at or something but 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 we are, there's always, I'm always on the edge of laughing, so you know what I mean? So that, that's when things got a bit like, <laughs> a bit messy. Almost getting in the way of... Literally, there was one scene in New... <laughs> where um, we're being shot at and then I have to uh, 
he, like he calls out to my character Rash. He's like, yo, Rash, like, um, like duck. And he was so worried about me. He went, yo, Ben, Ben. I was like, bro, you can't say my name. <laughs> he was like, sorry, mate. I was actually fearing for you. Um, no, yeah. You mentioned that you'd driven a tank. Were you actually driving the tank or was that just a bunch of CGI? I was driving a massive. What was it actually? No, it wasn't really a tank. It was like a big like Jeep. Yeah. Filled with, um, with loads of, yeah, obviously like uh, explosives in the back. That was crazy because I got to Morocco. We were shooting Tyrant. <laughs> it was like a hundred extras. I mean, this was, this is, so this is like Fox. Yeah. So the, the, this was stuff on a different scale. Yeah. Um, like I've never seen anything that big. All the, yeah, there was loads of like vehicles and extras and soldiers. And I was like, they were like, yeah, you need to basically get in that tank. Literally just like, didn't even say hello, mate. Get in that tank, drive it down there through like a hundred Moroccan people, yeah. um, park it up and then, uh, and then walk off and blow it up. And I was like, okay, and I'm, I'm in the Jeep. Like just people walking past in front of me. I'm like, I don't, I don't know it's something. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Was it just a, a one shot wonder that one? It, yeah, it, it was a one shot. Cause we only had one take. And it was all on me. Yeah. So I was, and luckily it worked out, but I was thinking, if I, because I've got to pull the thing out of my pocket and press it. <laughs> if I drop this thing, we've got to reset, come out next day. Um, but it all worked out. It was insane. The pressure must be quite high if you know, especially with a big studio. The eyes yeah. are all on you. They spent a lot of money. They want you to get it right. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Because I am awful under pressure. I can even I, do a maths exam at school. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, how do I deal with it? I don't know. You just, obviously it gets easier with time. Mm hmm um but yeah i don't think there's any real way to to sort of cope under pressure it's just apart from just being just really present and inside yourself do you know what i mean yeah just for just being actually very aware and of just being present basically yeah and not overthinking and how much of yourself do you give to your characters because i i was reading a ryan gosling interview and he said i never act i just turn up and say the lines so yeah. everything you ever see that's just me reacting to a situation yeah he by the way ryan gosling is someone um He's, there's a lot to learn from him. He's an yeah. absolutely phenomenal actor. Yeah. And I hope people don't like just see him as like this heartfelt character because some of the roles this kid has played, not yeah. kid man. Um, he is brilliant and he is, he is the perfect example of an actor just being so present. It's like he being so open to, 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 to choices and, and reacting exactly off the, off his co-stars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like I, I've heard every time he does a take, he does a completely different. And I like to do that yeah. as well. Yeah. Even if the director's like, mate, you've just done two takes. How are we going <laughs> to cut this together? But it's like, I'm, I'm here to play. Yeah. I'm here to play every time. Do you know what I mean? I, I yeah. always find something new. Um, and someone, someone spoke about him being like a wild, yeah. Like working with like a wild animal. You've got yeah. no idea what's coming next. <laughs> and yeah. I, and I, it's, it's kind of the style of acting I like to yeah. get into. Do you know what I mean? And also when you get so many different takes, like, the truth is in real life, we react to each situation differently. 100%. So it makes it more authentic. Cause about the sixth time that you've acted something the same way, it starts to feel 100%. acted. <laughs> no, and, you, and the words like start to lose their meaning. Yeah. And that's a real tough, another tough thing is like, if you're shooting, Bloody hell, you've got to shoot like, uh, we do close-ups, sorry, you've got to start wide and then close-ups and we turn around and honestly, you've done the scene about 20 times by the end. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. So got to keep it fresh. When they turn the cameras around, go clear your mind, don't think about it, just like tune out for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it is hard to stay tuned in for that long and you're on set for like, you can be like 14 hours. Yeah. Um, and the amount of focus you need and to remember all your lines. Like, Have you ever had to, for example, do reshoots? 
Yeah. Reshoots. When... First scene or if they... Yes. Actually, we had... Uh, I don't know if Channel 4 want me to say this too much, but anyway... <laughs> We had, well, actually, no, we had some COVID issues during school, yeah. do you know what I mean? So we were yeah. halfway shooting films, and we were like, so-and-so can't come to set. So it's like, we had to actually come back up and shoot it. Oh, yeah. They probably won't listen to this. We had to actually come back up and shoot it a week later. We went way up our schedule. Um, yeah. So, yeah, COVID made things a lot trickier, a lot more reshoots after <laughs> COVID, yeah. How do you get out of character? Because it's one thing when you're on set every day, but it's another thing when you get a call, like, a month later, and you're, yeah. okay, forget your normal life, know, you're back to your I character know. now. Yeah, I mean, I find it pretty, like, I'd spent so much time with Louis by that point, like, I found it easy to, like, switch it on and off, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was so immersed in, like, his head. But there was, there was actually the, the end scene we shot over two days, and um, it's quite, I mean, it's quite an intense scene. Yeah. The character goes through a lot, um, emotionally, and I, we filmed the first half of it, um, of the scene, and I had to go back to my hotel, and I was like, I didn't want to break it, so yeah. I kind of went back to my hotel, like, kind of made myself ill. Yeah. Because I wanted to stay in that headspace. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I barely slept that night. Like, but I came in looking like an absolute mess, and it was perfect. Perfect. But I, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. Make, I made myself suffer a bit too much. Yeah. Which can be risky. Like, yeah. And we hear stories like about actors that can't really break out of it. And I, I kind of thought that was all wishy washy. But then I, I did. I did catch a glimpse of it. There. I was like, I got a bit too. Yeah. Oh, that, I got a bit too heavy there. I got a bit too into that. Yeah, don't like, doing that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't be messing up your head. Um, yeah. But at the same time, like, I'm willing, I am willing to suffer a bit for this. So. I mean, everyone suffers for a job, whether you're getting up at 4 a.m. to go into Yeah, the, exactly. Into well, work. no, it's true, though. You're right. Exactly. If you, even if people are working like finance, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's still stress. So At least you're getting to do what you enjoy yes. doing. So, yeah. It's, it's much better to suffer for something you love than well, something exactly. that's just paying the bills. Well said, exactly. Have it's, you it's taken funny. bits of Louis away from from the character <laughs> you're keeping or not quite yet? I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, I'm, listen, I might have to... We don't know if... I, I don't know if, uh, if I'm going back to do it, so I, I might, he might not be gone yet. I might have to, yeah. I can't, but I can't say anything about that. <laughs> ah, no, this, this is the thing, isn't it? All the exciting bits you have to keep under wraps. How do you maintain the secrecy? That oh, that's that's interest? usually fine. Or maybe if I have a drink, sometimes I start <laughs> spinning, yeah, exactly uh, start um, spinning the beans. But um, now it's fine. Plus, you've got to sign so many NDAs and stuff. It's like I'm not saying a word because I'm not going to get sued. <laughs> you really don't want to be sat in court. Across do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. Just, I'll keep my mouth shut. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I mean, you don't want to be the one to ruin the whole, yes. the whole show. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. everyone involved, there's so much work. I mean, you mentioned earlier, mm. we see such a small part of it. We see the actors on the screen, but behind it, there's writers, there's producers, yeah. there's makeup artists, set designers, um, and they don't get the credit usually. <laughs> Not from the public, they don't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you saw, like, the writer of a show walking down the street, no one knows who he is. No one would know But he's just like, I mean, the writer for me is, 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 is he's like the... Um, I mean, he's the creator of the whole thing. Like, it's, I, I find it so impressive. And to write a series with all the different, like, plot twists that happen in different episodes, it's like putting, it's like putting a puzzle together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I just find it really impressive, yeah. You mentioned your music. I'm really interested in creative people that branch over several different creative disciplines because mm. I think what you bring from one, you can easily put into another, even if they mm. seem completely unrelated. Yes. How do you focus on your music alongside your acting? Because I'm not trying to like do anything with the music really, because it's like kind of just just for me, and like I'm not trying to make it living. It's actually it's very easy, and there's no pressure on that. I mean, I go and I write a song. I don't care if, it's, if people think it's shit because I'm not trying to sell it. But yeah, I would actually love 
I've never written anything, but if I did, I've always got this, like, uh, I'd always love to watch a movie about, like, a rock and roll tragedy kind of, and there kind of have been some films about that, but like a, you know, like a troubled rock star who, um, I, f I find that whole lifestyle is very fascinating. Yeah. I'm a big rock and roll fan. I think the stuff those guys have to go through, stepping out on stage in front of 8,000 people and then, you know, finding it hard to switch off from that and they all get into drugs and all this stuff. And it's just like a very fascinating world. Yeah. And obviously I'll be able to record some, in some music and stuff. I'd love to write the music for it as well. That's something that I'll do later down the line. Yeah. Um, but that would be nice to, to, yeah, like fuse both writing music and also yeah. for a movie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that's something maybe I'll do at some point. And it's so wonderful to have a hobby that is feeding your creative self yeah. without having people's feedback. Because obviously as much as you love yeah. acting, if it's bad, you don't get the next role. Yeah. So there is some pressure there. And mm. I find I do lots of creative things and people are like, why don't you get paid for it? And I'm like, the minute I get paid for it, I'll stop enjoying it. Yes, like, I don't right. want to do it anymore. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, so it must be really nice to have slightly less pressure. 100%. Yeah, 100%. It would be nice to write a track maybe for a, for a show you're on or a movie you're on. That yeah, I know, I know, I know actually, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just don't think I'm that important yet. You know I mean? I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, later down the line, you know, if I, if I become a big movie star, then I, I can sort of, I have the weight to be like, yo, let me write, let me write a song <laughs> for, the, write for the film. But at this point, I've just turned up and doing my work. Yeah. And there's some people who are really able to diversify. And I think, I think you're able to diversify really well, which is why. Oh, thank you. I mean, I'm still trying to work on that because... It's mainly about dropping habits. So like, yeah. you know, it, I have a tendency maybe to like scratch my face a lot or like uh, walk in a certain way. And it's like, you need to try and start breaking that because every actor shouldn't be walking the same way. Every, uh, sorry, every character. Yeah. Every character shouldn't have the same mannerisms. Yeah. Um, so it's becoming a bit more aware of that. Um, yeah. And just like, you know, you can carry yourself in a different way uh, with each role. Like, I, I always think you should have a different walk. But that, you know, a lot of the time, and Amanda used to say this, my, the head of my course leader, she was always like, uh, the shoes you wear is very important to the character because yeah. you, it kind of, it's kind of like roots you from the, from the ground up. So like, if I'm wearing smart shoes, I will carry myself in a certain way. If I'm wearing trainers, I'll probably be a bit lighter on my feet and, yeah. you know, um, be a bit more, I don't know, juvenile with the whole thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. So now when I film a, a, a tape, uh, I'll put the shoes on that the character would wear. That's so interesting. Yeah, even though they're not going to see my feet. Yeah. Also, I don't like when you've, if I'm filming a self tape and I'm just walking around in my trackies and my, and my socks, like I'm, <laughs> I'm going to feel like an actor yeah. doing an audition tape. So now I put the shoes on. That's so interesting because yeah. I had a clip um, that I shared which basically said the difference for me between a good actor and a bad actor. A good actor puts the shoes on, a bad actor puts the mask on. So okay. it's so interesting that you oh, said wow, that. You really, I'm, I'm going to take that. That's really cool. <laughs> it's like you can tell when someone... I think physical acting is such a big part and actually then yeah. the dialogue and the face comes in. But so much of who we are is like... I can tell who's coming up the stairs based on the way the footsteps sound, yeah. or I can tell who's going to wake me up in the morning based on how the doors open. Yes. It's those bits that actually make someone who they are. Yeah. So to be able to put that into a character is really interesting. How do you prepare when you get a script? How do you take what's on the page? And so for me, first, for me, I need to get everything off the page and in my head and create it yeah. in my head because I can't, I can't ever, I can't ever have it feel like I'm reading words off a script. Yeah. Yeah. The, the words have to be mine, like, and I've, I've seen some performances where it's like, I can, I can see the scripts. Yeah. I can see the, with some performances, I can see the scripts, you know what I mean? Because of the way they're reading the lines. Yeah. And I never want it to be like that. So I get it off the page in my head um, and then start playing. But then, the, but the, again, the tricky thing is you can't, you don't want to miss things out. Mm -hmm. So there's little, lots of like secrets in, in the action or 
um, or in some of, in some of the lines. Um, so you need to kind of make sure you don't miss any of those beats. Yeah. But I also don't want to be looking at the script, so it's quite a tough yeah. one. So I try and get it uh, yeah, into my head as quickly as possible, and then like just kind of just like walk around my like living room and just like just have, I just just I just bring it to life. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, because there's some people that have like a very specific process yeah it sounds like you're just spending time with your character and letting letting it become real like. yeah i have a lot of friends who like annotate their scripts and i just i can never do that like i just <laughs> and that's fair play to them and they're, and they're all brilliant at what they do so each to their own yeah but i can't be like i just need to get off because it's not it's just a piece of paper like do you know what i mean the movie is what we create in like in the space yeah do you know what i mean that's just a guide yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we shouldn't, I just, I don't like being too attached to the script. Because then it can be 2D, right? Which the script is literally 2D. Well done. That's, re <laughs> no, that's, that's a really great way to put it. Because acting is such a different job where you literally, so many of the actors that I've interviewed have said, I like what I do because I get to pretend to be someone else. Yeah. Is that part of your attraction to acting? Or? Yeah, man. Because you can get, yeah, exactly. You kind of, yeah, you, you kind of get like a, you get like um, permission to just, yeah, exactly. Just ex kind of escape. It's escapism, man. I get to escape from my world for a little bit. And I mean, going into a world in a prison is not, you know, <laughs> the most glamorous thing, but no, exactly. Like you kind of, all your troubles go away for a bit when I'm in Louis' head or, and I'm on set, um, you just enter a new world. Yeah. So that's cool. The escapism is really cool. Yeah. And I think we all do it in some form or another. You're, yeah. you're lucky you get to get paid for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. What are some of the things that you have coming up? Nothing um, you can talk about. <laughs> no, actually, I don't know because obviously we've had these writer strikes, but luckily, so so it has been quiet. Yeah. Um, but now, uh, yeah, now kind of we're just everyone's like prepping. Yeah. Um, got my manager over in LA, and we're just prepping for this like a big push now. So yeah. it's exciting times. You know, I mean, a lot of projects are going to come through. So I've just got to stay sharp, um, and hopefully, yeah, hopefully land an American show now that they're they're back because yeah. I quite like the American stuff. Yeah, Quite can you do work. an American accent? Yeah, well, I'd like to think so because I've done a couple of American movies yeah. <laughs> now. But I shot, um, I, I did, I did, I ended up doing back to back American roles. And luckily, first one was Overlord, this Warner Brothers film. And I was only like in that for like two weeks. But then I got the lead role in a film uh, in Chicago. But I had, in those two weeks, I just stayed, I, just, I was like, there's loads of English boys playing paratroopers and we just kept the accent. Yeah. So to be honest, when I first got that role, the accent wasn't probably not there. But by the end, yeah. I was just speaking an accent for two weeks, an American accent. And then I, by the end, I was like, oh, Oh, that feels right now. Yeah. So yeah. by the time I got to Chicago, it was like I, I was. It, it just felt. I wouldn't say perfect, but like <laughs> it felt natural. Yeah. And I do it. I walk around my house a lot, just sometimes, just speaking all sorts of accents, like a madman. But I, was, I always think my neighbours must think I'm crazy because like. <laughs> well, you have loads of friends me, over. Yeah, you think I'm crazy anyway. <laughs> for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, I got loads. All your friends are always schizophrenic, like just, yeah, just going around, walking around in different accents. Oh, no, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you and getting an insight into your process and your character, and I'm really looking forward to what you're No, and you, so thank you very much. No, that's okay. Thank you so much. Yeah.